Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, The Serpent Gospel Part 2, The Serpent on the Mount. Previously, our investigators, residents of Blackwood, South Dakota, find their Sunday afternoon interrupted. A strange preacher man by the name of Jeremiah Carew entered town and began spouting claims that the denizens of Blackwood were worshipping a false god. After a few miracles and a bizarre sermon, the town, now abuzz with rumors and stories, goes to sleep. That is, until a strange booming sound and bright amber lights atop the neighboring Bishop Peak awakens most from their slumber. We pick up as Danny, Marshall Douglas, and Reverend Arthur prepare to investigate these strange phenomena. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. Tonight is the second part of the Serpent Gospel. And so we pick up with Danny, Reverend Arthur, and Marshall Douglas leaving town to head up to Bishop's Peak, where they witnessed strange lights and heard a strange noise. So yeah, the three of you are together. And like I like I said last episode, the lights coming from the mountain are bright, uh, almost about the same luminosity as a uh, uh, full moon. So you have some light, and you have the Reverend's lantern as well. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> well, uh, how about this? How about uh, Arthur goes with uh, you, Marshall? Uh, because I have a lantern and you have a gun and we can kind of both lead the way. That's a great idea. I mean, I already know my way around, so I'm just, I'm there, but I'm not really with y'all. Okay. And so the three of you make your way up the mountain. Danny, I would like you to make a dexterity roll because you don't have a light, so... Now, granted, you know your way around, but you still... I get you. Know, you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 56 under 65. Okay. Yeah, you managed to avoid any pitfalls, any trips, any stumbles or anything. So, you all pass through tight undergrowth and thick cuffs of um, tall conifer trees. Um, the light from the mountain casting dancing shadows on the ground beneath you. And about halfway up the mountain, lights go out. Like my lantern light? No, the the amber, the giant amber light goes out. Oh. And you are left in the dark with each other and whatever resides on the mountain. I guess we're going to keep going. Should we? 
I mean, why not? Uh, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, whatever's up there, while the lights are out, we might find clues. Fair enough. Uh, let's press on. Okay. As you climb, the vegetation gets sparser and uh, less intrusive. And you guys are going for a good, like, hour or so. This ain't no Mount Everest, but, you know, it's still decently tall. And eventually, your path ends in a very steep, almost sheer rise in the mountain. And this this rise kind of goes all the way around, so... If you would like to continue, I would need a climb roll from each of you. And Danny, you're still following along, right? Uh, yes, I'm still following. Okay. Well, Marshall, would you like to still keep going? I don't know about you, but I'm uh, I'm not too good at climbing. Does anyone have any rope? Who needs rope? <laughs> Do I have rope on me? Um, Did you take rope with you? I don't believe I have taken rope with me. I'm going to assume I did. <laughs> By the way, I got 40 under 50, so I'm climbing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to just climb. The two of you are discussing um, rope and whatnot, <laughs> and Danny just, like, cracks her knuckles and starts spidering up her way up this rise. Wee! I got an 11 under 20 as well. Okay. Uh, Alright, I guess I'll roll to try and climb it. <laughs> I got a fucking 10 out of 20. <laughs> all right, I guess we're climbing it. Okay, so Reverend, you're like, and all right. And you um, you guys all managed to climb up this. Uh, it's not like a sheer cliff, mind you. It's more of like, it's very steep. And you climb up this for a good like 30, 40 feet. And finally it levels out and bottoms out. And um, you find yourselves face to face with a shallow cave. It feels unnaturally warm, about 20 feet deep, 15 foot wide. Uh, At the center of this cave is a small stone altar, and on top of the altar is a golden statue depicting some kind of serpent humanoid figure. It is two feet tall. It appears to be made of solid gold. Solid gold? The walls are also covered with strange paintings or petroglyphs. This, these images depict a large serpentine humanoid at the center, surrounded by similar but decidedly smaller creatures around what could be seen as huts. On each side of this painting are scenes of these snake-like creatures chasing or even hunting down regular-looking humans. If either of you want to try to make an extreme archaeology or an extreme knowledge roll, you can go ahead and try to... That's a nope for me. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going near it that much either. Yeah, because I'm because I'm gonna roll a one. Sixty-two. Yeah, hard no. <laughs> nope. Oh, you want to spend luck? <laughs> no, I do not want to spend luck. Just spend all of it. But yeah, that is what is in this cave. Well, my curiosity has been quelched. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall. Yes. Do you ever, do you reckon this uh, has anything to do with that man that came in here yesterday? Why, well, yes, I do. 
how how big is that statue again? The gold about two feet tall. That's heavy then. <laughs> I haven't tried lifting it up. I mean, can I can I attempt to? Sure. I'm gonna go lift it up. You grab onto it, and it's a it's a bit hefty, but manageable. I'm gonna bring that back. I would like you to make a power roll for me. Power, alrighty. That is a 62 over 40. Okay. So you start looking in, looking over the statue and it almost seems to make eye contact with you and your vision goes black for a moment. And then you see before you this snake-like humanoid rising out of the ground. It's covered in these tattered robes and adorned in these ornaments of gold and precious jewels. Um, the scene shifts and you see Blackwood and you see a crowd gathered around this serpent being, and they are bowing to it. And uh, they each kind of start taking on the characteristics of the snake person. These transformed residents begin to systematically hunt down and kill the normal humans of Blackwood. And then it shows the town is prosperous, with pans overflowing with gold, and strange technology dredges this tide of gold from the river easily. And then you look into the water and can see yourself, except you look decidedly more serpentine. I would like you to make a sanity roll. Here we go. That is a 72 over 25. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Let me get my dice. I can't wait. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Um, it's already over. <laughs> you lose five sanity. Oh, yeah. That is a fifth of your sanity. <laughs> that is a whole 20%. Oh, God. I need you to make an intelligence roll for me. Oh, even worse. You're going to want to fail. Well, this, this is an 83. Yeah, yay. Wait, you want to fail this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah, it's the yeah. second sanity roll you want to always fail. You want to fail to comprehend. Oh, okay. Okay. So you do not go into a bout of madness, but you uh, let out a bit of a of a sharp oh. yell and drop the statue and it clatters to the ground. Reverend, were you watching? Reverend or Danny, were you watching this? No, I started head back. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was so watching. So you're like halfway down. Yeah. So as the, the statue clatters to the ground, I would like you to make a power roll now, Reverend. Alrighty. Uh -oh. So 77 under 80. Okay. Something about it just rubs you the wrong way and it sends chills down your spine. But that's all. Gives you the heebie-jeebies. Uh, how's Marshall looking? He's looking a little shook up. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to him and kind of like uh, grab his shoulders and shake him a little bit, just like Marshall. Don't touch me. <sighs> Let's leave. Okay. And were you taking the statue with you or leaving it? I'm, I'm not touching the thing again. Okay. And just like you came up, you come back down. Albeit your way is less illuminated. And after another hour or so, you find your way back to your homes just as the first rays of dawn begin peeking up over the horizon. And then sun rises 
Similar routine happens. Danny, you check on Bo. Douglas, you do your rounds. Reverend, you tidy up the chapel. Scruggs, you sit on the porch, smoking your pipe and people watching. Um, but Petrus, or Pete, you awaken to the sounds of arguments and outcry. Uh-oh. I'm gonna investigate. Okay. So you um, join this gathering crowd in the middle of the mining camp. There's people yelling and gesticulating and pointing angrily. And you hear something about, like, It's all gone. That gold is gone. All I have in my stash is fucking coal. Look in yours. You probably got the same thing, too. Jezekiah's got that as well. Um, before I, like, interact with anyone, I'm gonna go and check to see if I have any gold. Okay. Sure enough, there's no gold left. All that's, uh, it seems to have been reduced to this brittle coal-like substance. I, like, run the, the coal stuff through my fingers, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna taste it. It tastes bitter. A lot like coal, but with, like, some other earthy, mineral-like tastes as well. I think I know who the culprit is. Santa. (laughs) Uh, Can I roll um, geology if I'm familiar with this particular substance? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, That's 56 under 70. Okay. So it looks like coal. It tastes a little like coal. It feels like coal. But there's something about it that's not coal. It almost feels like something new entirely. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna go back outside and see what else is going on with everyone. Okay. Yeah, there's this arguing is reaching a peak. People are accusing each other of stealing. People are uh, trying to, like, look around camp, see if they can find any strange footprints. And uh, you hear a gunshot, and everyone turns to look at Red Nelson, and his face lives up to his name. It's Red. He looks pissed. And he's like, Oh, you talking about who did what and where they went? Well, I'll tell you who did it. I know exactly who. It's that damn preacher man who came in here yesterday. I seen his companions looking around here last night. It's them, I tell you. And he kind of like shoves past the crowd. I'm gonna make my 21st notch on my gun. He is making a beeline for town. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm trying to think if Pete is the kind of person I'm I'm going to run after him. I'm going to I'm going to run after him. And see and see if I can't either stop him or beat him to town. Okay. Go ahead and make like a dexterity roll just to you know let's let's just see how this goes, you know. See 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 what we're working with. Yeah. That is a 20 under 60. Okay. So yeah, you managed to catch up to him. He's, like, just on the outskirts of town. Red, stop! 
What do you want, Pete? We don't know anything yet. We need to gather more information, because if we're wrong about this and we just go out and kill someone, it's not going to look good for anyone up there. Make a hard persuasion roll. Rip. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) If this doesn't work, I might try intimidating. Okay. Um, Shit, where is it? Ah. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Holding out for a zero. Oh, God. Uh, No, that's not going to do it. That's 26 over 10. I need a zero. (laughs) He looks at you. Do I look like I give a damn what people think about you and the rest of the prospectors? I want my damn gold back, Pete. And he kind of, like, shoves your hand off of his shoulder and starts to turn back towards town. Ah, shit. I want to try to intimidate him. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to say. We don't want to be down a party member. No. (laughs) Who knows what could happen? You know what? I'm just going to... I'm actually just going to continue trying to run past him and get to the marshal. Okay. So... Before all this has happened, Jeremiah exits the Buchanan and heads back outside of town and begins his sermon with a small crowd. And things are going much the same as they were the other day. People speaking in tongues, people serpent handling. And then someone asks him something. And he nods. And they lead him into town to Dr. Sinclair's clinic. And uh, Danny, I'm assuming you're there, yes? Sure. You watch as the door opens and Jeremiah and this throng of people following behind him enter into the clinic and um, someone walks up and points to Bo. He's like, that's the man right there. I think he could use your healing, Mr. Carew. Jeremiah looks at him and nods. Uh, He acknowledges Sinclair and you, Danny, and would you mind if I gave him a blessing? Um... I, I guess it wouldn't hurt. Thank you. And he um, puts his hand on Bo's head, which, by the way, I realize we never described what he looked like last time, but I'm imagining, you know, large guy, thick, rugged, white beard. He's got more scars on his on his uh, body than wrinkles, you know. Yeah, but he also looks pretty friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremiah puts his hands on Bo's head and says... By the power of the Almighty, I tell you, be healed. And nothing happens for a moment. And then you watch as these wounds seal themselves up. The bandages fall off of his body. There's not a cut or gash anywhere to be seen. And Danny, I would like you to make a sanity roll. Okay. Okay, 36 under 90. Okay, you only lose one. Okay. So you're good. Bo's eyes um, blink open. What's going on? Uh, Bo? Uh, Danny. Oh my god, you're away. What the hell? What's going on? Who, who are these people? 
Um, um, I'm not sure, but uh, they just healed you. You've been out for a long while. Have I? Damn. He looks up to Jeremiah. Well, mister, you have my thanks. And Jeremiah nods and no need. It was all by the grace of the Almighty. And Doc Sinclair looks extremely surprised. Well, this is uh, quite the development, isn't it? Well, Mr. Russell, if you don't mind, I would like to keep you in for at least one more day just to make sure everything is in order. And then I guess I can let you go? He seems really confused at what just happened. Yeah, I'm giving him... I'm trading looks with him because I'm also not sure what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. I think for now our friend might need some space and he he gestures to Jeremiah and the crew and the um, congregation is like I, I need to run some tests if you would Jeremiah nods and they all back out so Pete why don't you make another dexterity roll for me yep yep oh no uh, that's an 89 oh. over 60 okay you can push or spend luck if you'd like uh, maybe I think of a way to cut through town, like around a couple houses, uh, to get to the marshal before Red can find Jeremiah. Okay, that works. And uh, a little cushion. <laughs> okay, that's a ninety-four over sixty. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not making it. Yeah, I, I imagine you um. You try to take a shortcut, and um, you're not really looking where you're going. You're kind of like peeking over, seeing if you can still see red, and you smack right into a tree and kind of stumble back and dazed for a second. And um, Pete, the next thing you hear is, I'm going to make you pay, preacher man. And then you hear a gunshot, followed by a chorus of screams. Reverend, Scruggs, Marshall, and Danny, you all hear this gunshot as well. And Danny, I imagine you can probably see it (laughs) as Red runs up, levels his gun, and shoots Jeremiah right in the forehead. Oh. You best believe I'm screaming now. (laughs) Uh, Reverend Arthur makes his way towards the noise. Same. Same. Okay. Uh, Just because... Danny, is this your first time seeing someone get shot like this? Um, uh, I mean, I don't have that much human interaction, so I would say so. I'm going to say go ahead and make a sanity roll. All right, I'll do that. Here we go. Cool. 57 under 89. Okay, so you won't lose any, but it still just shocks you. Oh, yeah. I'm just clinging on to Bo. <laughs> gotcha. So... Marshall, Reverend, and Pete, you said you guys were following the noise? Yes. Yeah. Scruggs, what about you? Um, I'll go ahead and follow it. Okay. You guys make your way to where the gunshot came from, and you find the crowd gathered around the body of Jeremiah, a bullet hole in between his eyes. And Red's there. Yep. So he takes out a, a Bowie knife and scratches a tally mark onto his gun. 
I level my gun at him, and basically I'm like, Red, it's time. Oh shit. <laughs> time for what, Marshal? It's time for you to go back to prison where you belong. <laughs> Very well. And he drops his gun and puts his hands up. He drops the Bowie knife too? No. He just drops the gun. <laughs> Drop the knife. <sighs> and he drops the knife. Kick the gun to me. Fine. And kicks it over. I approach and then if everything goes well, I put him in cuffs. Okay. You tie his hands behind his back and he grumbles to himself. I did the right thing. Needed to be done. Keep telling yourself that. And I'll march him to the jail. Okay. Reverend Scruggs and Pete, anything you're doing? Uh, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say a prayer for what I just saw. Okay. Uh, did the marshal grab Red's weapon? Oh, yeah. I probably put him in my own holsters. Except, uh, probably not the knife. I probably left the knife. The gun is what he killed him with, so. Okay. okay yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to just walk up closer and investigate Jeremiah and the people, I guess. Okay. Yeah, Jeremiah is definitely dead. Hmm. Shit. And about this time, the two companions of Jeremiah um, come running up to figure out what, what just happened. They see the corpse of their fallen comrade, and um, they grab him and uh, start taking him away. And uh, I want you, Scruggs. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's still there, so that would be Danny, Scruggs, Pete, and the Reverend. If any of you would like to make an intelligence or a psychology roll, you may go ahead and do so. Nah. Alrighty. I got a uh, 37 under, let's say, 50 psychology. Okay. Uh, a 27 under 30 psychology. Okay. I rolled... A one under 70 <laughs> intellect. Holy oh, shit. Wow. Uh, I got a 32 under thir- uh, 65 for intellect. Okay. So you guys watch as um they take Jeremiah away. Uh, but they don't leave town the way they came in. Like through the West Bridge and whatnot. They take a left for Bishop's Peak. I will follow. I will as well. Okay. I'm staying back. Yeah, they kind of piqued my curiosity. I'm going to follow as as well. Okay. So those who are following, I would like the three of you to make either a stealth or a track roll. Track if you're going to like hang behind, let them go ahead for a few, and then follow after. Gotcha. Stealth if you're, like, just following, like, right behind him. I'll probably do stealth. Yeah. 
Um, 15, under 40. Ooh. Okay. I'm getting some good rolls today. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Uh, I got a better one. I got a 3, under 20, still. Damn. Uh, I... Mm-hmm. I got a 43 over 40 for stealth. Ooh, I, could I push that? Or is that a luck roll? You think maybe luck? You could spend luck if you want. You can, or you can push it, because it'd only be three to change it back to change it into a regular success. Yeah, I'll spend three luck. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So, the three of you follow after the companions. Um, I'll come back to you guys in a second. I just want to anything that. Danny and or Douglas are going to do in the meantime I'm probably just gonna tell him tell, tell Shaw what happened and put him away like no, nothing really important I'd say okay uh, I'm staying back with Bo and I'm helping the doc with anything he needs alrighty so back to the three of you Reverend, you f- they seem to follow much the same path that you, Danny, and the Marshal followed last night. This takes you through dense underbrush and thick foliage. And uh, you, you, the three of you somehow manage to pick your way quietly, watching where you're stepping, avoiding any twigs. And um, you guys approach to the, uh, the steep rise. And with seemingly almost inhuman dexterity and strength, the two of them managed to pull Jeremiah up this rise and up onto a ledge, which Reverend, you would know as the cave you were just in last night. Okay. Also, retroactively, can I say I brought my uh, rifle with me because of the gunshot that I heard? Sure. Okay. So you guys are at the base of this rise. What would you like to do? Try to climb it. Yeah, yeah. I'm climb. All right, so go ahead and make me a climb roll, each of you. Oof. Not so lucky the second time around. The 98 over 20 for climb. Oh, shit. Oof. Uh, yeah, I rolled a 90 over 40. <laughs> I don't mean to brag. Two under 20. I'm pretty wow. good. <laughs> okay. So Reverend and Pete begin to climb and um, you guys both grab onto like the same rock and the added weight of the two of you at the same time causes it to dislodge and both of you take a tumble down and Reverend, you got, you got a fumble like 98 is bad. Yeah. So you go rolling down Uh... mountainside and, uh, I mean, unless the two of you want to push your roll. I mean, what else is there to do? I mean, yeah. Like, I like to think I've been, like, climbing over things for, like, a long time. Trying to find, like, the best places to find gold and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I know my way around a... A rock. A rock, yeah. (laughs) All right, I'm going to try and push... 54 over 20. Okay. Oh my word. What? I pushed and rolled a 41 over 40. Oh, oh no. 
Nope, I'm, I'm dropping. I'm dropping, boys. Okay, so since both of you failed the push roll, it's going to be a heftier consequence this time. Can I can I do something to try and help them? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Long live the gotcha. king. Long live the king. <laughs> Specifically, just because you're climbing at the same time as well. Yeah. But the two of you tumble backwards. This rock coming loose, it slams into you, Pete, and it knocks the wind out of you. And Reverend, you go tumbling down the hill, and you crack against a tree. And uh, I got to roll damage. Ouch. So you're going to take three, Pete. And Reverend, you're going to take five. Ouch. But Scruggs, you managed to climb up. I'd imagine you're not like pulling yourself over the ledge and you're just kind of peeking up, right? Yes. I, I'm probably taking this one step at a time. Very close to the chest here. Um, okay. Especially with my compatriots here being bumbling buffoons. <laughs> okay. So you kind of peek over the, the ledge a little bit and you see this cave scene before you um, that the others saw with the cave painting and the altar and the statue. The companions have laid Jeremiah's corpse in front of the altar and on either side, um, they begin removing their coats and their uh, shirts and um, at this time, you hear the rock crumbling beneath you and the yelps of Pete and the Reverend and they, the companions, their attention snaps up. I would like you to make a stealth roll. Oh, boy. Okay. So that's a 76. Over 20? Or no, over 40. <laughs> so that's not looking great for me. Nope. Would you like to push? Oh, man. Uh, hmm. I don't know what's going to happen if I push and fail. <laughs> Chances are I don't fail. Um, I'm not going to push. Okay. So the companions, they stand up and peek over the edge. One of them looks down at you, the, the man, and he growls. And go and goes to kick at your head. So I'm gonna make a quick fighting brawl roll. Oh shit! Um, but she's gonna have a bonus die because you're kind of uh, helpless <laughs> at the moment in your current position. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well that's a 17. Alrighty. So he growls and with this heavy boot kicks you right in the head. You can let go or you can keep kind of clinging on. If you cling on, I'm going to need you to make a climb roll or a strength roll. I'm going to get a strength roll. Okay. Okay. That one's an 11 under 60. Okay. That's actually an extreme success. Cool. Yeah, you take this kick in stride. You will take three points of damage. Gotcha. But you still manage to cling on to the the cliff. Am I still conscious? Yeah. The two of you are still conscious, but you're kind of gasping for breath. You, you guys fell our ways. I gotcha. I was just I was thinking, it probably can't but I was like wondering if I could see both see the guy on the top of the ledge and if I'd be able to shoot him. But if I was like laid out trying to breathe I probably wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. I mean you could I'd probably give you a penalty die but you could if you wanted to. I'll 
give it a shot. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> um, so what kind of role would I do for that? Just a firearms role? Yep. Yeah, so as you're kind of <gasps> trying to take in your breath, you see um, these companions trying to kick Scruggs off the, off the rise, and you manage to gather enough strength and uh, determination to level your rifle at one of them. Alrighty. That is a 57 under 70. Okay. And with the penalty die? And that's 35, so the 57 takes it. Okay. Roll your damage. That is 11 damage. Oh boy. Oh boy. Whew. All right. So you level a, a shot and you get the man square in the chest and he falls back. Scruggs, you hear a bullet whiz past your head and you are accosted by this small shower of blood as the male companion um, staggers back and falls to the ground. Oh, shit. You cannot tell if he's dead or alive. Um, I'm going to take the opportunity to scramble up the ledge. Okay. Uh, have I recovered from being uh, winded? Sure. All right. Do, and do I see... Have I seen what Pete has, uh, has just done? Sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to walk up to Pete and I'm, I just say, for your sake... I hope he's not dead. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, I think it's time for combat. Yeah. Oh boy, let's go. So, I believe Scruggs has the highest dexterity. Uh, 65. 65? Mm -hmm. uh, I got 60. Okay. So, Scruggs, you are first. Um, you mount the ledge. Uh, the male companion, he still seems to be clinging on to life, but he is not good at all. Um, I.e. taking 90% of his health. <laughs> <laughs> and the female companion takes out this razor whip and um, brandishes it menacingly. So you are first. All right. So uh, Scruggs, he's going to reach either hand in his suit jacket, and he's going to he's going to pull out two Colt Pocket point thirty ones, and he's going to shoot her point blank. Okay. Dude, that's so boss. I'm not even going to lie. That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So uh, what do I roll for this again? Uh, that would be fighting handguns. And um, you'd have a penalty die on both shots. Gotcha. Well, I got a two and a 27 um, under 40. Uh, so I guess it's the 27. Okay. So that'll hit. And then I do the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Then the next one is 28 and oh, 91. <laughs> Oof. Luckily, that's not a malfunction chance, but... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So I hit with a one. Um, so that's just going to be 1d8. Um, that's looking like a 3. 3. 
Okay. You get her like square in the shoulder and she staggers back and, um, oh, so once your bullet hits, you take a look again down at the guy at your feet and back at her and they look different. Oh boy. Their skin is covered in these thick reptilian scales. Their eyes are amber with these long slits. Um, their face is uh, unusually oblong and flat in an, a serpentine way. Um, she hisses at you as their true forms have been revealed. I would like you to make a sanity roll. I don't want Pete and the Reverend to do it just because you can't quite see everything. Okay. That is a 12 under uh, 60. Alrighty. You lose four sanity. Okay. Oof. Down to 56. Okay. Um, but she hisses at you and uh, clutches her shoulder. Okay. All right. Uh, Pete, it is your turn. Uh, can I still see them up there? Yes, you can see the woman has her back to you. You can kind of make out Scruggs, and he's brandishing two revolvers. I'm uh, I'm going to take aim at the, the lady, see if I can't get another shot. Okay. Don't kill me. And this is still a, a penalty. I'll, I'm going to say no, just because you've had a moment to catch your breath and whatnot. Okay. So. <sighs> nope, that's not going to do it. That's a 93. Ooh. Do you know what the malfunction uh, percentage is on the firearms? Uh, for this one, it is... I actually did write this down. It's 98. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, you're aiming to take a shot, and then right as you pull the trigger, she staggers back as Scruggs hits her. And so your shot goes wide. It hits the roof of the cave and kind of bounces back. Um, doesn't hit anyone, but yeah. Gotcha. Reverend, it is your turn. Uh, I'm just going to try to climb up again because big shocker, it's bad to kill people. <laughs> and I haven't seen that they're lizards yet, right? No, you have not yet. Exactly. So I'm going to try and climb back up there and see if I can stop Scruggs. Should I make another climb roll? Yes. Swear to God, if this isn't land. Seventy-three. Ooh. You can push again. If I push again, will I take damage again? If you fail. You don't know that. No, I don't want to push. Okay, so you make your way up a little bit but then the rocks start coming loose and you once again slide back down to the base. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, it is the companion's turn. The man has to make a constitution roll, which he succeeds, so he is not bleeding out, surprisingly, because <laughs> that was a major wound. He just kind of collapses unconscious. The woman... She lunges forward and is going to try to bite Scruggs. Oh, shit. Um, can I make a dodge? Yes, you get a chance to dodge or an attack if you so desire. Uh, fuck that attack bullshit. <laughs> There's a snake lady trying to bite me. 
<laughs> I'm scared. Um, I got a 35. And my dodge is half of dex, which is 32. Okay. Yeah, you're not fast enough. It takes you by surprise, the velocity at which she lunges forward. And you feel the sharp pain as these fangs sink into your shoulder. And you're going to take one point of damage. But you got to make a constitution roll. Oh, shit. That's not exactly my strong suit. Oh, God, that's actually really not my strong suit. <laughs> okay, that's a 57 over 25. You're going to take another four points of damage as you feel this numbing sensation as right. the venom begins to seep through your bloodstream. I am down to three hit points. <laughs> All right. Well, it is your turn again. <clears throat> if um, either... Uh preacher or prospector would like to stop me from dying here alone. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> you know, uh, he, I think preacher's working on it, Mr. Reverend. I'm making my way. Uptown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take another two shots at this lady that bit the shit out of my neck. Okay. So the first one, Oh, shit. It's a 93 and a 95. Oh, no. Let's see. A malfunction chance, however, is 96. Oh, gosh. Next one is 87 and 70. Your arm starts going numb and your breathing starts feeling heavy and labored. You fire once and it just goes wide. You fire again and it ricochets off the cavern wall. You're in a tight spot. All right. Okay. Uh, Pete and the Reverend, it is your turn. All right. Guess what I'm going to do? Uh, I tried climbing up again. Okay. And uh, it didn't work. 46 over 20. This is, I'm, I, 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 I'm not. I'm too big. You're too old. Yeah, I don't know how I got up the first time. I am going to try shooting again. Okay. I, I like to think I'm good at shooting. Um, most of the time. That is an 11 under 70 uh, extreme success. Damn. Okay. That's full damage. Oh, 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 oh. that's 13. Yeah. Yep. So, Scruggs, you're backing up, and suddenly her head is gone. Oh, shit. Uh, it just explodes in a spray of viscera and gore, and the body just kind of wriggles around for a second before collapsing on the ground. Uh, holy shit! Uh-oh. Uh... -oh. uh I'm going to start scrambling up the cliffside. Okay. Make a climb roll. Um, and while that's going on, uh, Scruggs, I need you to make another constitution roll. Oh, it's not over? <laughs> oh, fuck. I think this might be it, guys. Oh, oh, yep. That's a 94 over 25. Oh, no. Scruggs, your breath comes to you in labored gasps. 
and your muscles spasm and contract. And Pete and Reverend, by the time you manage to climb up, Scruggs lies unmoving at your feet. And I think that's a good place to end tonight's session. Thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part three of the Serpent Gospel, The Lazarus of Blackwood. In the meantime, follow us on social media. We are Tales from the Orn Library Official on Facebook and at Orn Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, you can visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com, where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open. Thank you.